thankful, Lord, we can proclaim the victory through Jesus Christ. He is our general and commander in chief, and he led the way through Calvary for our victory. And now, even as we battle from faith to faith, we go from victory to victory. We pray that all of us may become those who can fight the good fight of faith. And we thank you that we have the Bible to give us a basis on how to war the good warfare. So help us, we pray this hour, as we consider these things together. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. This is now the third time actually I'm speaking on spiritual warfare. And if you'll turn to 1 Timothy, we want to look at the several passages where Paul mentions this battle to Timothy. So let's look at 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 18 and 19. This command I entrust to you, Timothy, my son, in accordance with the prophecies previously made concerning you, that by them you might fight the good fight, keeping faith and the good conscience, which some have rejected and suffered shipwreck in regard to their faith. Then let's turn to chapter 6, where we'll read three verses. First in verse 12, where again Paul says, Fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called, and you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. And then also another fight word is the word to guard. And so in verses 20 and 21, we see that our fight involves guarding. Verse 20. Oh, Timothy, guard what has been entrusted to you avoiding worldly and empty chatter in the opposing arguments of what is falsely called knowledge, which some have professed and thus gone astray from the faith. And then in 2 Timothy, we'll just look at two verses in chapter 1. Verses 13 and 14. Retain the standard of sound teachings which you have heard from me 
in the faith and love which are in Christ Jesus. Guard, through the Holy Spirit who dwells in us, the treasure which has been entrusted to you. 你从我听的那纯正话语的规模，要用在基督耶稣里的信心和爱心，常常守着。从前所交托你的圣道，你要靠着那住在我们里面的圣灵，牢牢的守着。Now the context of these words is interesting if we can understand.啊，这个讲这些话的环境呢，我们需要了解。If you remember in Acts chapter 19, the church in Ephesus was really born. In the midst of great spiritual conflict. If you remember the story, when Paul and Timothy went to Ephesus, they began to preach the gospel. And it's as if the heavens opened up and something miraculous happened. Now, Ephesus was a city much like New York City because over the top of Ephesus were many powerful evil forces. Whenever you have a major temple to an idol, you have very spiritual powerful forces. And in Ephesus, there was a, the, a, a huge temple, one of the seven wonders of the world, the temple to Artemis or Diana, the goddess of love. So people came from miles around to worship there, to give money there, to have a, a sexual... Uh, uh, whatever you call them, uh, when they come to those things. They went, they went to the temple to have their fortunes read. They went to the temple to be healed by spiritual forces. But when Paul began to preach the gospel, demons began to come out of demon-possessed people. Fortune tellers burned their fortune-telling books worth more than a million dollars of books. There was the story of the exorcists who were Jewish, and they were trying to exorcise demons, and the demons uh, chased and uh, beat up these exorcists. Many people got saved. And so Ephesus was born in a lot of conflict, and eventually the conflict was so bad that Paul himself had to escape from Ephesus, hidden. By his associates. Because he faced the greatest demon of all, who's too powerful, and Paul had to escape. And what was that demon? Money. The silversmith said, 
we got to kill this man because he's ruining our business because they sold silver idols in the temple. 因为他们在那些假神的庙里头卖一些银像做的一些偶像所以他们现在说保罗把他们的生意都弄走了 One day they, all the people in Ephesus came together in their great amphitheater and they started yelling Diana, Diana, Diana for hours and hours 所以那些银像就把这些众人通通都聚集他们的广场里头他们就在那边大声的呼喊 Diana, Diana,那个假神的名字 Paul wanted to go in there to preach the gospel. Uh, when I was in Ephesus with Brother Christian, he forced me to preach the gospel there. Uh, he obviously didn't care if I lived or died. Uh, but Paul's brethren said, No, no, Paul, you're not going in there. They'll tear you up. And so they took him out of town. Now, brothers and sisters, the truth of the matter is there's a great spiritual conflict going on today. But even most Christians aren't aware of it. And we can talk about it in many different ways. Just as an example. Today's Father's Day, nobody knows it. People come up after I say Happy Father's Day, they say, Oh, yeah, Happy Father's Day. Now, Mother's Day, nobody forgets. But what's going on then? Now, it sounds so silly then. But there's evil behind it. You know, there's two things happening right now. There are people who are being saved by grace and they're being shaped into the image of Jesus. But there's other, the rest of us who haven't found this new potter to mold their life. And they're being shaped at this moment into the image of Satan. Now you say, well, that's ridiculous. Well, from scriptures, we only know a few things about Satan, really. But one thing we know, he is the person of pride. Now you see, everybody today wants to be proud. Our schools want to teach our kids to be proud. No matter what you are, what you think, they say, be proud about it. I don't know if you know that. But that's the devil's character. But I'll give you another one. He likes to kill things. 他喜欢杀害一些事, 
You know what the biggest growing movement is in the United States in terms of religion today? They're called nuns, N-O-N-E-S, nuns. And what does that mean? They just don't want religion. They're sick and tired of Christian religion. Be honest with you, I'm sick and tired of false Christian religion too. Any religion that has preachers that are full of pride. No wonder. They, but they, but then they also tried oh Buddhism and they tried oh Judaism. They tried transcendental meditation, and you know what? They're burned out on everything. And so you know what's happened? Everybody's dead inside. They're not against things, they're just not for things. The devil gets people to the place they're just dead. They're dead to emotions. They're dead to conviction. They've just become zombies. Now another thing the devil's done. Very successful in the United States. Everybody loves money. Today we'll see in the scriptures that the love of money takes you right into death. And so what's the the devil do? You want money? Go ahead. Sell your soul. Yeah, work 60 hours a week. Make all your uh, I don't know about you. But to me, when I see the news, the unhappiest people in the world are rich people. Ask any really rich person, are they happy? And unless they've got some other reasons, like they're saved, probably they're miserable. Oh, the fights that are going on in the papers every day. Leonardo DiCaprio is worth a couple of hundred million dollars as a movie star. Sounds like you're a real fan of Leonardo. Now his girlfriend is suing him, not just for one house, but for a hundred million dollars. It's just money, 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 and nobody's, nobody's happy. And you see all of these old, rich, ugly men with these beautiful young women. <laughs> and you know that's all about love. no money involved there. But you see, in these kinds of ways, the devil kills us inside. 
，可是就是借着这一些魔鬼，他就把我们里头就啊。With pride, with money. 用这些骄傲，用钱财。And what's the third deadly thing? 那第三个恶毒的事是什么 ？A guilty conscience. 啊，一个啊亏有亏欠的良心。Unless we can find forgiveness, we become bitter people. 除非我们能够得到呃赦免，不然的话，我们都是心中独苦的人。You know the worst thing that fathers do? 你知道父亲做的最不好的事呢是什么 ？They don't love their wives and they don't love their children. 他们不爱他们的妻子，他们也不爱他们的儿女。They ought to be taken outside the gate and stoned. 他们应当被拿到拿到城外去，用石头打死。But now we have a whole generation of young people. Who don't even know what this means? Happy Father's Day. 那我们今年我们现在的这一代呢，甚至都不知道什么叫做父亲节快乐。Or when we sing this great song, "Abba, Father, we adore Thee," they have no idea what that means. 甚至我们在唱这个阿巴父，我们敬拜你这个诗歌的时候，他们都不了解这个意思。Show me a father whose children truly love. 你你让我看到一个。Now there's no perfect father on the face of this earth. Ah, 在这个世上没有一个完全的父亲。In my estimation, a father's worth a million bucks if his kids really love him. 我对我来说，如果一个儿儿女真的是爱他的父亲的话，这个父亲价值是连城的。So every day and every way, we're becoming more and more Christ-like, or more and more Satan-like. 所以每一天，我们都一，我们是变得像是更像基督，或者是更像魔这里有一个很大的征战。可是这甚至也摸着了基督徒的生命。所以保罗在写给提摩太这个事情。Because there's one area of the battle which we can't get into today. 呃，在这一场征战当中，有一部分我们今天不能提到。And we, we've been talking a few weeks about the spiritual battles in Timothy and his life. 我们最近几个几次，我们都提到这个属灵的征战，还有提摩太。But Paul is primarily writing to him about the personal spiritual battles. 保罗主要是跟提摩太讲到这个个人的属灵征战。But if you read First and Second Timothy, you realize that there's a much larger spiritual battle. 可是你如果读提摩太前后书的话，你发觉有一个更大的属灵的征战。And Paul is trying to equip Timothy so that he can fight the good fight for this larger battle. 所以保罗主要是想要装备提摩太，让他能够预备好，可以在这在这一场属灵的征战上。Now for you Bible students who read First and Second Timothy. 啊，你们读经的人，你们读提摩太前后书。What is the great large? Spiritual warfare behind all these things, Paul is speaking. Ah, Paulo, 讲的这些事情后面的那一个属灵征战是什么呢 ？It's a tremendous spiritual battle to keep the church faithful to the testimony of Jesus. Ah, 乃是让这个教会能够在基督耶稣的见证上能够啊能够站立的稳。这个就是那个啊征战。Ladies and gentlemen, there's many, many churches around today. 呃，弟兄姐妹，我们当我们这周围有许多的教会。But how many of them truly bear the testimony of Jesus? 可是有多少是真正的呃呃呃持守的呃耶稣基督的见证 
But Paul is concerned about this testimony. So look at 2 Timothy there in chapter 7 and 8. Uh, sorry, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7 and 8. Now, you know, Paul, Paul is about to be martyred for his faith. He's about to die. And so he's trying to strengthen Timothy for the fight that's ahead. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and discipline. Therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord. You know, the church is the body of Christ. Whenever it gathers, people should be able to see Christ. And we should hold up high the testimony of Jesus' death and resurrection. And in our lives, truly convey something of that great testimony of Jesus. But now Paul is writing to Ephesus. And when we see Ephesus a generation after it started, which brings us to Revelation chapter 2, now what do we find? The church of Ephesus, the most wonderful of all of the church. They've left their first love. How could that be? What kind of testimony do you have if Jesus isn't the beginning and the end, the center and the circumference of the life of the church? And so Jesus said to the church of Ephesus, I will remove your lampstand of testimony unless you repent. So you see, there's a tremendous spiritual warfare being waged to destroy the testimony of Jesus in his church. <laughs> and poor young Timothy. Now we know Timothy was Chinese because he was a shy Chinese brother. <laughs> he kept everything inside. So he always had stomachache. <laughs> always had to eat the, some sweet rice, something. And wouldn't you know, here's what, the, here's what Paul says to Timothy. 这个是保罗跟提摩太说的。Second Timothy chapter two verse one.呃，提摩太后书第二章的第一节。Basically, he said, Timothy, I'm about to die.呃，他基本上是说，提摩太，我已经要死了。Now you, therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus.呃，所以我儿提摩太啊，你应当呃呃，在主耶稣基督里头刚强。And then he gives Timothy an image. 
Because Timothy, being a Greek in background, knew about the marathon games, you know? And what was the most most popular event in the marathon race? They ran from two cities, from Athens to Marathon, I think it was. What is it, 27.2 miles, something like that? But when they ran, they ran with a torch. And they'd go down pathways, everything, and it took a long time, so they had torches as they ran. Now listen to this verse and see, if you don't see that Paul is saying, I have a torch, I'm giving it to you, I want you to pass the torch to somebody else, and I want them to pass the torch to somebody else. So he says there in chapter 2, verse 2, the things which you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses, those entrust to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. There's four Marathon handoff there of the baton or the torch. Do you see that? Paul's about to die. So was Christianity going to die? No. But Paul passes the torch. Now, how many of you brothers, let's just talk about brothers since it's Father's Day. How many of you brothers are over 40 years old? Don't raise your hand. Now, how many of you have taken the torch? And you're passing the torch to the younger generation. That's how old Timothy was. 40 years old. Uh, he said, oh, no, I'm much too young. Uh, I'm just a shy Chinese man. I, I'm not good to do that. Paul said, be it's not mama's job. Now she's the womb of your house. And she bears the love from coming from the womb of a woman. But you are the leader to pass on the testimony of Jesus. So you see, there's a great issue. Behind all these things that Paul is telling them. Let's look at an exhortation that sets the background for what we want to share. In the 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 16, we see two areas that Paul tells Timothy to watch out. Uh, 前书的第四章十六节, 保罗有提到两件事情, 叫提摩太警醒的, 
In verse 16, he says, Now pay close attention to yourself and to your teaching. See those two things? Persevere in these things, for as you do this, you'll ensure salvation for yourself and for those who hear you. Now, the first thing he said, now you, your, part of your spiritual warfare is to be careful and pay attention to yourself. Now, listen, I, I, don't want to, I don't want to make anybody afraid. But if you have a heart to really love and serve the Lord, the enemy, you're a wanted man. And if you don't pay careful attention to your own spiritual life, you can go astray. How many pastors, leaders can you mention who started off in the faith, but they went astray? You know, years ago, when the Iron Curtain fell in Russia, I had the opportunity to go into Russia several times, preach the gospel. And when I went, I went a number of times to a church of a dear brother who had about 3,000 people who'd been saved in his city, in that church. But the brother wasn't careful. And he burned out his body. He almost died of high blood pressure. In the hospital for six months. And there he fell in love with a nurse. And went off with the nurse. Now he not only destroyed his own wife and his two children. But when I went back to that church, 250 people. So, more than 2,500 people felt they've been cheated. You see, servants of God need to take care of themselves. That's why Paul says, a guard the treasure that's within you. How precious is Jesus in you? Is he worth treasuring or are you willing to give him away for some moment of pleasure or riches or any such thing? But also, it says, pay close attention to your teaching and ministry. Now, if you've read 1 Timothy, you know that some uh, elder brothers laid hands on Timothy and said, you have a calling, maybe to teach or the gospel, to prophesy. We don't know what that was. But he had a gift. And he was to serve with that gift. 
But now that Paul wasn't around, they were older men. Uh, Timothy was young. The older man said, ah, we don't listen to this young guy. We have our own crazy idea about things. Can you believe this? Paul tells Timothy to tell the older men that they're wrong. And to teach them the truth. Well, we'll see that tonight. But that's a spiritual battle. For the younger to tell the older the truth. So this is why Paul said, fight the good fight of faith. Guard through the Holy Spirit the things God has given. And so with that, we begin to study first him. So Sorry for the long introduction. Timothy, you've got to start with by getting victory with these inner battles in your heart. Now, now here is a great mystery. The great spiritual conflicts that are going on about us today these battles find victory in your heart. So much of this spiritual warfare is gained in the heart. So Timothy is exhorted by Paul. Let's look at the, those spiritual battles of the heart. You see what I mean in 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 5. I hope you have a Bible because we're going all over the place today. 1 Timothy 1, 5, Timothy is called, said, The goal of our teaching is love out of a pure heart and a good conscience and a sincere faith. So that's the goal of our teaching. But actually, it's not really saying, this is what I want the people to have because of your teaching. But this is what I want you to represent as your teaching. In other words, Timothy, when you preach the word, I want the love of God to come out to people. Do you understand that? Not just words. I want the love of God shed abroad through your heart to the people by the Holy Spirit. Now, I'm so thankful to have known many wonderful preachers and teachers. But I can, I can say that for me, whenever my dear brother Stephen Kong preached, the love of God came 
You know, when somebody preaches something, stuff comes out. It's not always what they're saying. It's not just the content. It's something that comes out. And every time I heard my brother, brother Kong speak, the love of God came out. Not only did I feel he loves God, but also God loves me. I don't know. Did you ever sense that? That's a special gift. I heard him speak to young people, heard him speak to old people. Heard him speak to people who disagreed with him. And what came out? The love of God. This is the goal of our instruction. Love. When he says it's love from a pure heart. And what if you got some hidden agendas? That's not love from a pure heart. So see, teaching has to come out of the heart. So love out of a pure heart. And a good conscience. Paul said himself in 2 Timothy 1.3, I thank God whom I serve with a clear conscience. Now, you know, have you heard preachers and sometimes they preach and you feel like you feel condemned? But sometimes it's because they don't have a good conscience. You know, in America here, we had some preachers who were famous. And some of them preached all the time about sexual sins. And then it was discovered they were doing it. You know, a person, if they're going to teach sound, have to have a good conscience. They come and they've been washed by the blood of the Lamb. They've been forgiven of their sins. Otherwise, when people hear it, they feel condemned. Oh, I'm no good. Instead of hearing the way to salvation. And the third thing we mentioned last time, he says, you need to have faith from a pure heart. He calls it here sincere faith. So you see, this is what Paul is addressing to Timothy. Now last time, what did we speak on? Now, of course, all of you weren't here, but we spoke on fight the good fight of faith. Faith. And the word faith is used 25 times in Timothy, first and second Timothy. So it's very important. 
But let, here's here's what he said. In in First Timothy six twelve. 哦，在提摩太前书的第六章十二节。He、spoke about this last time. 我们上一次有提到。He said, "Fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called." 他说：“你要为真道打那美好的仗，持定永生。” Now you see, we're saved by faith. 我们乃是因信得得得救。We begin to walk by faith. 我们乃是啊，在信心用信心来行走。We made a good confession when we were baptized. 我们在受浸的时候，我们做了美好的见证。But as we said before, the world, the flesh, and the devil doesn't like faith. 可是我们也提过，呃，撒旦不喜欢，就是呃呃呃，他他会借着世界，呃，是肉体还有信心，他都不喜欢。Now Jesus, when he spoke about the time he lived in, said it was an unbelieving generation of people. 哦，主耶稣他也说过，啊，他所处的时代是一个不信的时代。So what does that make our our the generation today? 所以这我们现在的时代是什么时代呢？ Oh, people think they're so smart because they're unbelieving. 有一些人以为，因为他们不信，所以他们是这么聪明。Truth of the matter is, God loves them so much. 可是实际上，神是何等的爱他们。I wonder how many of us realize how many times God protected us from death. 我不知道我们有没有认识到神多少次拯救我们不至于灭亡。Many times we had angels that helped us. In a moment we need it, and we never realize. Oh, 经常我们会有天使在保护我们，可是我们都都不知道。And you, in your personal life, 在你个人的生活里 ，the mercy of God has kept you a number of times. Oh, 神的恩慈已经啊拯救你许多次。All that your eyes might be open to who God really is, a truly loving God. 如果你的眼睛能够打开，看见我们的神是何等的一个恩慈的神。Now many of us who are Who are dads? Have you forgotten? Happy Father's Day! Yeah. 呃，我们这些做父亲的，你有没有记得今天是父亲节 ？We know there's times in our children's life where we know God protected them by angels. 啊，我们看到我们的儿儿女，我们真是相信许多次神的天使是啊保护了他们。But the world says, Ah, it's not true. There's no God. There's no God. 啊，可是世界上的人会说啊，这个不是真的，没有没有神。You you know that the latest scientific journals. Are implying that this world didn't just happen. There had to be intelligent design. You know, 最最先进的这个科学的杂志，他们都都有说到，这个世界不是就这样发生的。他们是有一个非常智慧的一个创造。And, and this is coming by unbelieving scientists. 啊，这都是甚至是那些不信的科学家写的。Just a report three weeks ago in Scientific Journal said this. 啊，就是在三个礼拜前那个科学的杂志这样说。As we've taken further studies of this matter of uh, of uh, the origin of species, oh, 在我们研究了这一些不同的种种类的这个的是说物种起源，物种的起源 We don't find convincing evidence that the evolution really can jump from phylum to phylum. 所以我们实在没有看到什么证据可以支持就是进化论它的从一个种到一个种 So. Is he? You can take a dog. You 可以拿有一只狗 and crossbreed him. 你可以叫他能够跟别的一起繁殖 until he's a totally useless little dog. 一直他是好像是无用的小狗 He was he used to chase rabbits. Now he can't chase anything. He just 
Okay, you can make a dog from good to useless.你可以让一只狗从一个好的到变成一个无用的。But the scientist says, sorry, we find no evidence that you can make a cat out of a dog.可是那个科学家说，我们没有找到任何的证据，你可以把一个狗变成一个猫。And the whole equation of evolution is based on the fact that somehow it jumps and somehow a reptile became Dana Kong. <laughs> I'm still King Kong. So, but the world is fighting. It doesn't want you to believe. You know what happens when you believe? I have prayed for people. Who didn't believe in God. And they were sick. And I put my hand on and prayed for them. And they were healed. And they didn't believe in God. But after their healing, oh, yeah, hmm, I wonder if God is real. Of course, then they can say, ah, no, that's just psychosomatic and stuff. Pretty tough time, huh? Anyway, we've already talked about fighting the good fight of faith. Just know that the devil hates your faith. The less you can believe, happier he is. We have a mighty God. I hope your faith increases. It's a spiritual warfare. But now there's something that goes along with faith. We saw that in 1 Timothy chapter 1. Fight the good fight, keeping faith and a good conscience. And Timothy is full of talking about having a good conscience. He says in the latter days, in chapter 4, verse 2, people would come along whose conscience had been seared with a hot iron. And what does that mean? They don't feel their conscience anymore. They can lie, cheat, cheat on their wives, steal, they feel nothing. But God put that conscience in it to save your life. And when somebody does something, like push people off a platform in the subway, where's their conscience? We're seeing a day when many people have no more conscience. But we must fight to keep a good conscience. And we know that's a spiritual battle. John talks about this. Paul talks about 
John says, if you have a bad conscience, you can't pray with faith. Because if you try to have faith, but you have a bad conscience, it leaks out your faith. But if you have a clear conscience, then you can pray with faith. Now how can you keep a good conscience? Now here we have to borrow from John just a moment. Let's just look at three verses in 1 John chapter 1 verse 789. Here's how we fight the good fight for good conscience. Number one, we start out by walking in the light. Look at verse 7. Now if we walk in the light, as God himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus his son cleanses us from all sin. Now when we walk in the light, we walk with God. And we also can have fellowship with other people walking in the light. Then the blood of Jesus Christ's Son cleanses us from all sin, because surely we've got some sins still perking in our lives. But at the right time, God exposes our sins one by one. So one day we're walking in the light and we see a shadow. Because we've sinned. Now, John says in verse 8, Now if we say we have no sin, we're deceiving ourselves and the truth is not in us. Now if you know somebody who says they don't sin, you know that they're just crazy. I don't know anybody who can say that and have a, a, a sound mind. Do you know how many times you have to lie to convince yourself you didn't sin? And the problem is lying is a sin, so you see? But now, when you sin, what do you do? If you want to stay in the light, you confess your sin. And that takes us to verse 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now we confess our sins. And then, don't forget it says, he is faithful to forgive us. It isn't like we got faithful. He is faithful to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I was a young Christian. I was saved at 20 years old. Now, some of you were saved at 7 years old. 
So you've been in sanctifying all of your life. But when I got saved at 29, I had some sins that were, were bad. So when, as I was a young Christian, I was trying to grow in my faith, but sometimes I would just begin to feel guilty for the sins I did, you know, two years ago. So now thank God I met a very faithful pastor in New York City. Now I don't think you know but he is a Baptist pastor, he's very famous, his name is Stephen Olfrey. And every year in, in Calvary Baptist Church in Manhattan, he would have a Keswick conference. Famous so I was a new Christian, but somebody told me, no, you need to talk to Brother Stephen. Go go talk to Brother. So I, I went to talk to this man. I said, you know, I'm reading the Bible. I want to grow, but all these sins, they still bother me. 我就跟他说, and he told me something that set me free. He said, Dana, let's go to your graveside where you died when you believed. He said, now let's go dig up that dead body. He said, oh, what do you think? Really smells. The bad sin. Cover it up. Because every time you dig up those old sins, they're already dead. And Jesus has forgiven you. So now you need to believe that. And not worry about what you did before. You see, because we need to have a good conscience. And the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from an evil conscience. He doesn't want us walking through the world lying all the time, doing deceitful things. So, I know the good Christians in this room. When you go to bed at night, you snore. Because you have a good conscience, you sleep like a baby. Let me tell you one other thing that happened. I've upset a little baby here. I knew a very, a very well-known man of God, servant of God. He lived down in the Orlando area of Florida. Good gospel preacher. And he got something wrong with his back. And his back was so bad, all he could do was lie on the floor. Not even in bed. 
甚至不能在床上, he couldn't sit up in a chair. He lay on the, on the floor. Three months, four months. Finally, some dear brothers, maybe six, I believe, or eight brothers. One brother said, my father-in-law, he said, we must go anoint him with oil, pray for him to be healed. I never forget. So I drove down from New York down to Florida. And other brothers came from North Carolina, Alabama, everything. We came to this brother's house. Oh, we saw him. He lost so much weight. He was in so much pain. So the brother said, okay, we want to pray for him. Somebody said, well, wait, wait just a minute. Let's be sure we're ready. And a, a brother who uh, worked in the garment industry, a very successful man. Garment. He says, I think we need to pray. Be sure that our, we have holy hands so we can pray. So one brother began to pray, then another brother began to pray. Uh, this is how I experienced this. But all eight of us brothers, we felt like light came into the room. Now, it was a dark room, he had, he had curtains up. But suddenly became very bright and hot. And one of the brothers who were praying began to sob and ask forgiveness for some sin that didn't seem like much. But he was so convicted and he was crying asking forgiveness. Then another brother began to cry and pray to ask forgiveness because he'd been mad at his wife, hadn't reconciled. My time is over. All of us were on our knees, on our face, we were weeping, asking the Lord forgiveness. After that, we anointed the brother with oil, prayed for him. He, he got up with you. But you see, we had to know the cleansing of his precious blood. You cannot minister with holy hands if you've got some sin in your life. It's a very important thing to remember. It's like James says. Now, if anybody is sick, call for the elders. Let elders anoint with and pray in the name of the Lord. And if they pray in faith, he'll be healed. If anyone committed a sin, it will be forgiven. Now, why does he say that? It's because sometimes sin needs to be forgiven. And then you pray. 
So I'm just making this point. Timothy, you can imagine his ministry. He had to fight to keep a good conscience. This is so important in the spiritual battles. Well, the uh, the uh, uh, I think we should end. I, I have two more things to say, uh, and my battle's already over. Dearly beloved, uh, God loves us so much. If He can only get a hold of your heart and build some faith in there. You'll find he's an incredible God, not at all like sometimes you think God is. And there's so many of us that have yet to gain the victory in this matter of a good conscience. There's nothing more precious than the blood of Jesus Christ. You know you still sin. You get angry, get mad. You say something that hurts somebody. You confess it. Let the Lord forgive you. He'll forgive you 70 times 7. But we have to fight that fight. Don't live with unconfessed sin. If you've done something, get it right. Because we need to fight the good fight, keeping faith and a good conscience. Timothy had much, many battles that he had to face. And for those who are serving the Lord, like Timothy was doing, these things are so important. We can't take these matters casually. The other two things I'm not going to speak on, I'll just mention. You need to also fight the good fight for sound doctrine. Paul tells Timothy this many times. You know, many of Timothy's brothers were teaching wrong things. Somebody was saying the resurrection had already come. And he was upsetting new Christians. What's the solution? Study to show yourself approved unto God, a man who not be ashamed because he rightly divides the word of truth. And then the fourth battle that he speaks of often throughout the Timothy letters. Exercise yourself to godliness. Because godliness strengthens your inner man to fight the good fight.
能够打这个美好的仗。Well, so I'll have to let other brothers speak on these other things. 所以或许我让别的弟兄来分享这些。And I hope you be a fighter. 啊，我盼望你是一个啊征战者。And a fighter for good things. 乃是那美好的事的征战者。How about being a fighter for a good marriage? 啊，你是不是愿意为你的一个好的婚姻来征战呢 ？A fighter for a good father. 你能为一个做一个好的父亲来征战。A fighter for good children. 啊，为了好的儿女而征战呢。These are good fights. 这些是美好的仗。May the Lord help us. 求主帮助我。Let's just have a few prayers from the saints before we go. 我们圣徒当中能够有一些祷告结束。主啊，你把你的话语借着我们弟兄来传讲给我们。主啊，也让我们让这些话语能够成成为我们属灵的实际。主啊，能够应用在我们基督徒的生活当中，也让我们呃像提摩太一样。主啊，能够打那美好的
呼吁的执事来跟随你走我们前行的道路。主啊，我们感谢你，赞美你，我们是奉主耶稣基督的名，阿门。Father, we want to thank you that, Lord,、uh, Lord, that you, indeed, Lord, you have、uh, cleansed us with the washing of water with the word.、And、we thank you for your grace and your blessing and your presence, Lord.、And、we do pray and thank you for that calling to follow you by faith. And we do entrust ourselves to you. We pray and ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh Lord, we are in the dark age. Oh Lord, we need to fight the good fight. Lord, please give us a conscience. So to in not in the family, in the church, in work, in every place, Lord, you want us to can have a faithful prayer to you because we know you're you're coming back. So we need to fight this good fight. So Lord, please cleanse in our heart, cleanse our mind. Lord, we know Satan have no authority in this place. So Lord, we come before you, pray and ask you to give us good conscience. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for your peace to us. You um want to restore your children's family. You know that the man who raised um raised the family to uh work for for the food, they didn't play the role of the fa- spiritual father. But we thank you that you point out the 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 weakness of your church. That we pray that you restore us. And do you recovery work, Lord Jesus? Prepare our brother to be a spiritual father to you, our church, to your children.、Mm-hmm. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.